One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Before getting into this week's episode with George and Marie, 17 questions would just like to announce a competition that we are running with Holler and Glow, where you could be in with the chance of winning a care package of skincare goodies. So of course, whilst this will be a Halloween like no other, you can still wear a mask, by which of course I mean a face mask. All you have to do to be in with the chance of winning is hopping on over to our Instagram page, liking the post talking about the competition, then telling us who you would share the skincare goodies with, and then following both 17 questions and holler and glow on Instagram. It really is that simple. Of course, these are some great prizes, so best of luck to those entering. Now, on with the episode. But yeah, that is literally it for me anyway. Do you have any questions before I throw 17 at you? No, I think I'm good. Cool. Okay. Uh, Should we jump in then? Are we good? Yeah? Do it. Cool. Okay. Welcome back to 17 Questions, the podcast where we ask 17 weird and wonderful questions to a guest weird and wonderful enough to join us. This week on the podcast, we have... George and Marie. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And um, for the people that perhaps aren't familiar with you or just want a refresher, what are you you known for? Um, I do true crime and history stuff on YouTube. Um, Pretty much anything that takes my fancy anything I find interesting or I think be educational I like to talk about that's cool this is perhaps jumping the gun uh questions wise in terms of like the the formalized officialized ones but for you I suppose this is kind of a general question because I'm also becoming like familiar with you what is it about true crime that like tickles your brain um for me it's something, so my nan and granddad were always really interested in like true crime. I remember going around to their house when I was younger and they just had shelves and shelves of like crime books, fiction and non-fiction. So it's something I've always like been aware of and I'm like a very anxious person. So for me, learning about true crime is sort of like, it's a preventative thing. Like if I can learn everything I can about it. Ah, oh, okay. Safer in myself. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, and also, how young were you when you were like going through these shelves of books? Because I feel like they're, this could be like formative years, potentially, like five years old or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, I used to, I learned to read when I was like super young. So I'd probably go through these books when I was like six, seven years old. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, that's wild. Yeah. That I feel like, in terms of like setting up your, I suppose, like life trajectory, that's probably pretty uh, pivotal. 
Yeah, my granddad only gave me some of these books like last year. He like handed me like a big pile of them, and I was like, I used to read these when I was a kid, and I'm going to again last year. Like Jesus. Yeah, I mean, seemingly it like set you up for the the career that you're having. So worked out worked out well enough. It would seem and not too traumatized. Hopefully, no, I find it very Good. interesting. Okay, um, so jumping into the actual questions now, I suppose. Um, for your first official question, would you like a weird or wonderful? Let's start with wonderful. Oh, you very may well be the first person that's ever done that. Really? Yeah, I think everybody else has chosen um, weird off the top, so... Strange. Maybe this might be one of the books that you just mentioned um, just now. But the first question, the, the first wonderful question is, name a piece of media that impacted you and explain why. Ooh. Um, I don't know if this will necessarily count as media, but in terms of like true crime, I remember when I was like 12 or 13 years old, I was on YouTube and I found an interview with um, Jeffrey Dahmer. Serial this is serial killer. killer. Yeah, yeah. Johnson in America, and he just speaks very like openly about his crimes, like very candidly, very like will just speak about it as if he's like talking over his like morning coffee, right? And that is like when I really remember starting. Like, of course, I'd always like read these books and stuff. It's from that that I'd like actively go out and want to like learn about these things, like aware that it's actually like a thing. Yeah, that's just the first thing that comes to mind. That's interesting. Is I, I off the top of my head, I can't remember what uh, Jeffrey Dahmer looks like. But is he? This is maybe a strange offshoot. But sometimes there's a proclivity for serial killer type people, and I suppose in this context, I'm talking about men to be like handsome. Is Jeffrey Dahmer one of those? Like, what's is Ted Bundy was one of those, right? He was like a handsome kind of. Yeah, well, he's considered to be. I can't say I think he really is, but. Apparently. Okay. But Jeffrey Dahmer, I think, could be, yeah. Hmm. Is that why he's potentially, like, more famous than some of the other... Obviously, like, what he did was awful, but also, I don't know, there's, like, a weird drawn... People could be drawn to that in some ways. Yeah, I think so. There's always a big part of it. Yeah. I don't know why I asked that question. What a weird avenue that's uh, went down. (laughs) Okay. Would you like a weird or wonderful question? That's so weird. Okay. When I ask, what is the weirdest true crime rabbit hole you've fallen down? What is the first thing that comes to mind? Ooh. Um, there's a case of a woman called Cindy James. And if I remember correctly, I think she was Canadian. And she basically, for years and years and years, was calling the police saying, I'm being stalked. There's a man stalking me. She'd get phone calls, she'd say that the guy would be outside her house, he'd come in her house. Apparently he, like, on one occasion drugged her and she woke up in, like, a ditch on the side of the road. And um, the police, they, like, believed her at first and they'd come and they'd, like, surveil her house. They sort of tapped her phone lines and they never found anything, ever, for years and years and years. And then one day she's found dead in the back garden of this abandoned house. She's, like, hogtied, drugged, strangled. And, like... They were like, she did it to herself, but how could she have done? She was literally hogtied. And to this day, they've never found any proof that she was being stalked, even though she was insistent that she was. Hmm. What, what year was, did this happen in? Oh, actually, I want to say the 80s. I, I think I was thinking, like, I don't know, like, technology-wise, like, did they not have the, the faculties to discern whether those things were happening or not? 
that, that case has just not been solved? No, to this day. What is, what is your best estimation as to what happened, do you think? Um, well, she did have, she had like quite a messy divorce from her husband, I think. And her husband was a psychiatrist. And so a lot of people think that maybe like he gaslighted her and it's her husband all along. That's purely speculation. Like nobody has a clue. And as far as I'm aware, husband's never been a suspect for the police. Like that's the only logical explanation I can come to. Yeah. I think as you were saying it, I thought of maybe like two potentialities. One of them is like woo-woo out there. The universe, like partially it was like, oh, maybe she like manifested it, which I'm not, probably not. And then the other was maybe like the biggest, it's just a prank bro, like on the police of like, oh, you didn't listen. But then maybe, I don't know, maybe she hired someone to do it to her. I have no idea theory that some people come up with some people say that she maybe had like a Munchausen thing and wanted the attention just for the police attention but again we'll never really know that might tie into a question that I have later on but who knows we'll see um okay would you like a weird or wonderful let's do another weird okay if you were home alone what would be the first booby trap you'd set for an intruder um oh god okay um Immediately what comes to mind is like Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like string across the door and some pans or something. <laughs> what else? You wouldn't actually want to hurt somebody like to the point of like killing them, would you? Not to the point of killing them, probably. Though if they are intruding in your house, maybe they deserve a little something. Yeah, they deserve to be hurt or maybe just enough to scare them away. I reckon just something that would create noise. Just like something that would create noise and then they'd spook out, spook and just go. Hopefully, I'm thinking like this is a brave person and they're going to be spooked by sound alone. That's a big question. Maybe like paint. <laughs> like yeah. The door. That's a pretty good one. It probably ruined their vision too. Oh, it's everywhere, won't they? After that, they're like covered in paint. Though, then you would have to clean the paint up. That is true. But then again, if somebody's breaking into my house, it's probably not a big priority. That's yes. <laughs> makes sense and checks out yeah okay would you like a weird or wonderful wonderful okay i think this might be our first two word question and it is simply why horses why horses i my whole my family's always had horses my mum rode when she was younger like my grandparents have land with horses it's just always been a thing in my life never really be much of an option not to have horses <laughs> really um I just love to look after them I'm not much of like a rider I had I had like bad back, back problems so I've never really been much of like a rider but I just love to like look after horses and I think it's just something that's just always been my thing really I see is it like soothing to do to like look after them and stuff I think so it's really nice so I had a horse who I lost back at the very beginning of lockdown and then I had all of lockdown with like nothing to do, no horses. Because at least like most people have horses in lockdown. You're going to have to leave your house to look after your horses. Like you're allowed to look after livestock. So everyone had that. Well, I lost my horse, so I didn't have that. So it was like, it was very, very sad. And then I recently got a new horse about six weeks ago, I think. It's just so like calming to like go and do that every day. It's like such a part of my routine. Still so, like look after him, groom him, feed him, make sure he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Okay, 
that that yeah that does it for me i was curious because like part of like your instagram description is that i think maybe may, i don't know if this is verbatim but you refer to yourself as a horse girl maybe yeah <laughs> okay yeah i was curious about that i feel like is there like an archetype or like because there are like horse girls and i was curious like where that came from perhaps i think yeah i think there's like the whole thing when i think of like horse girl is like a kid who would come to school and all they talk about is horses and they pretend to be a horse in the playground like that's sort of like what i think most people will make fun of when they talk about little horse girls right never really me like yeah it's just basically making fun of myself <laughs> okay okay that's fine so it's like horse girl with a limit you're not pretending to be that's fine okay no, no i just like horses i've always had horses as part of my life i see well investigation complete for me then <laughs> uh would you like a weird or wonderful Let's go another wonderful. If you could write a law that everyone had to obey, what law would you create? Ooh, um, probably getting a bit deep here. And I'm sure this is probably a law that's like in progress anyway. But some sort of like cyberbullying or trolling or something like that. I think mm. there's something on the internet with people who are just not held accountable for their actions. Like you can say whatever you want behind a screen and people don't care. And like 95% of people on the internet are lovely. Like 95% of the comments I get are so, so nice. And you just get some people who are so, so awful. And there's just no accountability and you call them out on it and they find it funny that they can just be so awful. And like they know they're never going to get in trouble for it. I see. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the the pros and cons of like anonymity because it's good insofar as like you have cover or like an air of like secrecy, but then also you, it also gives you the liberty to be the worst worst the actual worst yeah i can't even imagine like the kind of like like i vaguely hear like in the in the zeitgeist like youtuber comment horror story type stuff like just people can be so kind of like vile so understandable law to one i think yeah i think so just (laughs) people who literally they won't just be happy with like one video i'll wake up in the morning and i think i'll just read my comments and you have comments from the same person different videos who's clearly just uh, there, like just going through my videos looking at horrible things i can say i just think that's what you're doing with your life that's very sad isn't it yeah i would say so like people that like go out of their way to hate watch stuff it's like oh like i've never if i ever watched a video and thought i don't like this i'm gonna leave a very horrible comment you just go off the screen don't you but, right and you can almost like assume they're probably like subscribed to each other. they probably have the bell on too yeah, a lot of them you do. In 10 minutes, you'll have a horrible comment from them. Oh, that's not fun. Yeah. No, Good law to implement, I think. Makes sense. Uh, would you like a weird or wonderful? Weird, please. Okay. Why haven't the aliens come yet? Ooh. I mean, if I was looking from a different planet, looking at Earth right now, I probably think I'm very much going to steer clear of that. Hmm. <laughs> Especially like the pandemic, you probably wouldn't want to catch coronavirus, would you? Lots of wars, lots of fighting. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Although maybe they would find it interesting to get a closer look. I mean, if I was an alien, I'd sort of like hover. I like wouldn't actually come down. I'd just like hover and just look, but wouldn't actually touch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sound like you're in like a, a shot, like a jewelry store or something for aliens, <laughs> like with the look, don't touch. <laughs> yeah, we're the jewelry store. Oh God. Uh, hmm. I'm thinking about like, okay, I'm getting lost in that analogy. Let's move on. Um, 
And do you like a weird or wonderful? Wonderful. What's something that you think every person should experience in their lifetime? Ooh, I think working customer service is something that everyone should do. Then you learn how to treat people in customer service. I think it's very obvious that I worked in a sort of kids soft play centre for seven years, like full time then part time. And the way that you'd get spoken to sometimes was just absolutely shocking. I presume this is by the adults, not the children. Yeah, by the adults. Children, fine. But the adults, they'd just be awful. And you just think, you've never, like... They'd be waiting 10 minutes for their food on a day when there's clearly 600 people in the building. And you'd get shouted at. And I'm like, you can you queued up for half an hour to order your food. <laughs> like, clearly, it's going to take longer than 10 minutes because everyone here is ordering lunch right now. You can always tell who's never been, like, a waitress or anything by the way they talk to, like, waiters and waitresses. In what way? What are the kind of like things that signal to you? So if you sort of, if I get some bad food in a restaurant, I'm like really apologetic. I'm like, I'm really sorry. Like obviously it's not the waiter or waitress's fault, is it? Like they just bought the food out. You can always tell who hasn't because they'd like blame the waiter or waitress. And it's just like, yeah. like just angry. But it's like, it's not the end of the world. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just food. Calm down. Food. It'll be all right. okay uh would you like a weird or wonderful wonderful please in your group of friends what role do you play oh i'm definitely the mum. i like i'm always always the bag with everything in it i hold people's stuff i like look out for everyone (laughs) i'm always like one of the least drunk ones making sure that everyone else like gets home safe i've just got to make sure that everyone else is like safe okay yeah that's interesting so you're like you're like the responsible one yeah i I like to think so anyway they might not agree but i definitely think i am (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting now i'm thinking about i'm doing like the most kind of like armchair psychology in my head and because i I guess you already gave it away so i'm not even really doing any work but earlier on you mentioned like uh like the anxiety thing and then like that paired with like the true crime thing and now you have like this want to have your friends safe and things there are some things coming together i'm jotting it together everything in my life just felt like make sure i'm safe make sure everyone else is safe Mm. (laughs) maybe like the party pooper i'd rather like make sure everyone's okay I mean, everybody needs that person around, though, because as soon as they're not around, all chaos breaks loose. Pandemonium. Literally. I literally, I drive my friends mad, I think. Because I'm like, as soon as you get home, like, let me know what you've eaten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I think that's cool. As, again, everybody needs that. So, yeah. Would you like a weird or wonderful? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, wait, please. Maybe this has been touched on already, given uh, what we've spoken about. However, the question is, what kinds of people are into true crime? interesting i think there's like two very distinct sets of people i think there's people who view it as like entertainment people kind of like love a horror film or like a thriller film and they'll like sit down with like some popcorn to watch the latest true crime documentary and then there's people who like me wanting to know everything that's going on to make sure they can like look after themselves like coming from a place of worry and the people who actually enjoy it i see so like yeah so what would that be like as like a form of like defense i think that's probably how why most people have this sort of like subconscious fascination with it because like when i first started doing this on youtube i never thought in a million years people would find it as interesting as they did it really took me by surprise that so many people felt drawn to my videos and like mm-hmm. obviously there are other people who just view it as entertainment and nothing more than that then there are other people who just i think especially women yeah, I think that does tend to be the case. Have you um, at all experienced or... Because I feel like it, it, true crime is also quite big in like the podcasting world too. Yes. What's that about? Honestly, like, again, there's two different types of podcasts as well. There's a podcast where it's like two people sat there with like a glass of wine or a drink talking about true crime cases and like making light of it and like making jokes about the cases and stuff like that. And there's like true crime podcasts which are just like storytelling and like I don't like to listen to the ones where it's just two people really like laughing I used to listen to them but now they sort of don't sit right with me so now I'm just I just want to hear the story without people like speculating and laughing at the expense of either the victim or the perpetrator yeah there's probably like potentially like a, a a morality line somewhere yeah and I think with true crime there is like a thin line um, but I think as long as you're respectful and for me with a lot of the cases I cover it's actually through families contacting me whoa yeah I get that especially like in the past few months I've got that loads and so that's why I know that I'm doing like a good job so I'll message me and be like, oh I've messaged you rather than this person because I know that you'll do it justice and you'll tell it in a way that's sensitive rather than laughing about it ah oh, that's really interesting so yeah. there is like a, like part of your, what is that? Your USP, there we go. That's a marketing term. It's like you like handle it with sensitivity and care. I like to think so. And apparently other people think so too. So Thumbs up all round, seemingly. Okay, uh, would you like a weird or wonderful? Wonderful, please. 
If a crystal ball could tell you anything about your future, what would you want to know? I would like to know. That's a deep question. I don't actually know. Maybe I'm going to have like kids. I'd quite like to adopt. Maybe I have like no interest in actually getting pregnant ever. Like potentially I would like to adopt. Quite like to maybe see if that ever pans out. Just I'd just quite like to know if I'm just like happy. Mm. Myself as like an old lady with like grandkids running around. <laughs> quite like to see if that ever happens. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a good one. I feel like generally that's probably like the like the question that people want to know. Like, am I happy? Am I content? Do I yeah. feel satisfied? Well, it really matters, doesn't it? It doesn't really matter where my life ends up as long as I'm happy with it. This might put the old investigation hat on. If you could look at someone and know three stats about them, what would you want to know? I reckon sort of their political leaning would be quite interesting. I feel like especially in today's climate, people are very much either on one side or the other. And it's very much like, it's when people are like, oh, I don't care what your political leaning is, as long as you're a good person, we can be friends. But I think a big part of like being friends with somebody is agreeing with their like, morals and like what their politics are. So it's quite, it'd be quite good to know that as soon as you meet somebody. Um, just if they're like a nice person, like if they're genuine, like a lot of people you meet and you think, oh yeah, you're really nice. And it turns out six months down the line, they're actually not. So would that be like a measure of like authenticity or something like that? Yeah. yeah, like if you are who you come across as when you like first meet, what else? How kind somebody is to animals? I think that says a lot about a person. Yeah. Again, with me doing my very armchair psychology, and I don't even know if this is true necessarily, but like the one of the precursors to being like a, a bad serial killer type person, like don't they harm animals when they're like young or something? Yeah, so there's three things. Oh, I can't remember. The McDonald triad is called, and it's cruelty to animals, bedwetting, and setting fires. Oh. So, like, it's quite controversial. A lot of people say it's not actually a thing. But it's quite interesting that looking at serial killers, you will find that a lot of them do have at least two of these three things in their childhood. Mm -hmm. Again, went down the turn for a fairly, like, (laughs) a... Okay, would you like a weird or wonderful? Wonderful, please. This is always fun because it gives you an opportunity to be self-indulgent. What do you think you do better than 90% of people? Ooh, what do I do better than that? I tell you what, organisation. I am a very organised person. Like, I can plan anything. I can organise anything. Like, I don't know. Have you ever seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? You're gonna... Uh, what's Jake's girlfriend? I forget. I haven't watched it in a while. But yeah. Amy Santiago. There's yes. a Episode, everyone calls me Santiago because I'm so similar, but there's an episode of that where she planned somebody's wedding in like 14 hours. Like, I could do that easily. <laughs> <laughs> episode, I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> if you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family think you had done? This one's difficult because I'm the most law-abiding citizen you could ever meet. Like, I just do not break rules. I never even got detention in school. Oh, wow. I was like... I hate being in trouble. I like, I will do anything I can do, I can to avoid getting in trouble ever. So literally, I think if I got arrested, my friends and family actually wouldn't believe it. I don't think, <laughs> they'd think it's a trouble. <laughs> I can't think of anything I would do that would like be breaking the law. I'm not a very good driver. So maybe if it was anything, it'd be like bad driving is the only thing I can think of. But it would be accidental because I just don't break the law. I'm good. <laughs> 
That's good. Yeah, it seems seems that way seems that way I, I i thought like vaguely if there was anything and this is probably like very like dramatic and like out there but i was like maybe like having investigated all these serial killers and true crime stories she finally snapped and she incorporated them but yeah i guess not no i think i'm just gonna be too i'm always too scared i'm just scared all the time thing mm. i'm so scared of getting in trouble i think it's an anxiety thing again psychoanalysis thing i think it is an anxiety thing okay it's all tying together i've got my uh my the, my, my red string on my cork boards and stuff it's all coming together <laughs> um would you like a weird or wonderful wonderful please okay how do you unwind oh, i love to cook okay love cooking it's like my my like daily routine is i work from like eight till four then i go to my horse and then i come home and i'll just cook and that's like my signifier that no work days ended I cook and then i can just relax for the evening i just find it so i like it's something about following a recipe and then just like getting this amazing outcome of like really good food at the end of it i just love it mm. and again putting bits together this is like it's it's vaguely like rule based you're following a recipe there's yeah. a comfort there it's like oh this is there's a certainty here yeah very much so i just find like some people find cooking really stressful i just find it super relaxing i really enjoy it that's partially perhaps topped up because you're looking into true crime all the time so it's like, what's cooking i can handle that <laughs> Can't have ever thought about that, but you might be right. <laughs> I'm onto something. Okay, we've got a lead. Um, would you like a weird? A wonderful. Weird, please. Who was your first fictional crush? Oh, I was watching Ben's at like Beckham the other day. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched Ben like Beckham in years. I don't know if this counts as fictional. So like, is the character? Um, I haven't seen it in years and I was watching it and I was like oh my god I was like I used to have a massive massive crush on Kira Knightley in this like specifically her character what I think she's called Jules in it I was like this is so weird <laughs> like it's something I'd never like paid any attention to when I was a kid but when I was re-watching it I was like yeah I really really did how old were you at that time I mean I bet that film probably came out when I was like maybe nine or ten yeah, I used okay. to like love Hermione from Harry Potter, but I don't know if that was so much a crush. It just like I wanted to be her. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Is, is this is this book Hermione or is this film Hermione? Book Hermione. Oh. Yeah, I loved the books like, so much. So this is like even beyond like the superficiality realm because like you were in love with her mind, who she was as a person. Exactly. But I don't know if it's just because she reminded me of myself and that she's very much like loves books and will follow her. Ah, so this is like veiled narcissism, basically. A little bit, seems that way, yeah. Mm, <laughs> I do say people who remind you of yourself, so. Hmm, that's interesting. I'm, I'm sure in some ways it's true, yeah. Yeah, they're probably the only ones I can think of, but definitely Kira Knightley's character in Bed by Beckham. <laughs> it's a recent realisation. <laughs> Would you like a weird, a wonderful? Wonderful. What's the title of this current chapter in your life? Maybe like new beginnings. Like I've got a moving house next week. I've got a new horse. I've got like a lot of things coming up in my like YouTube channel and work life, which are changing. It's just, just like a, generally it's just a new chapter in my life. So maybe even like a new chapter. 
moving in with my girlfriend. Like it's just all very fresh as of next week. Yeah, these are all like, like I mean, certainly the house and like moving in with your like your your lover, your partner. That's like big. Like they're like two of the big like milestones of life. It is it's huge. How are you feeling about those things? I'm excited. That's good. Really excited. Just feel like ready. Like I'm 26 years old. So I'm sort of ready for like a fresh chapter. Just new new things. I feel like life's been quite like samey for a while. I've lived in this flat, same flat for a few years. I've done exactly the same thing with work for a few years. Now things are changing. And I don't, don't generally do well with change. But I actually feel excited about it rather than breaking down, which I think is a good sign. <laughs> it sounds like it. It sounds like you're ready. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and certainly after the uh, the the kind of year that we've had, it's it's nice to have that silver lining. Yeah, definitely. I think again with everything that's gone on, I'm sort of hoping that the next few months will get better, and then we can sort of start to get back to normal life, and it's just all going to be new and fresh, and it is going to be different, but maybe that'll be a good thing. Yeah. Same, oh, yeah. but different. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Georgia, what are you up to at the moment? Well, moving house, obviously. Big stress. In terms of sort of my YouTube stuff, I'm working on quite a few things for the new year. I'm potentially looking at doing a podcast. Ooh. Maybe. Not 100% sold on that yet, but it might be. Um, I'm just living my life in general, trying to figure out new things. Obviously, with YouTube, it's always changing and you've got to grow as sort of the platform and the audience change. So I'm just trying to figure out new things, how to keep my content fresh. Just a lot of researching, a lot of learning about true crime and history. And yeah, just living my life. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of 17 Questions, this time starring Georgia Marie. Once again, if you'd like to enter into the competition that we are running with Holla and Glow, just jump over to at 17 questions on Instagram, like the post, tell us who you would share all the goodies with, and make sure you're following both at 17 questions and Holla and Glow on Instagram. Thank you to Georgia for being this week's 17 questions guest. Of course, if you're not doing so already, make sure to follow her on all the socials, including Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Of course, all of her links will be in the show notes, but quite frankly, if you simply search her name, Georgia Marie, you'll find all of her links at the top of the search results because she's got clout like that. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of 17 Questions. Of course, make sure to subscribe and rate five stars on the platform of your choosing. Other than that, see you next week for another episode of Weird and Wonderful 17 Questions. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.